What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the CS Joseph Podcast. So, uh, got a lot of the Mayan TJ questions rolling in. People are like, why do you always answer so many questions about the same types? And I'm like, well, because technically the majority of the CSJ community is, is made up of certain types because not all types are, very, are interested in, you know, Jungian analytical psychology. An example of that would definitely be like, for example, ESFJs, right? And even though ESTPs are like the number one highest represented uh, type within uh, the CSJ community, they don't spend any money on it at all. So and questions, these questions people are like, you know, paying for these videos, for example, paying for these video responses. So the people that pay are technically oftentimes similar types to one another. So that's why it seems like there's a lot of the same. Every now and then we get a couple of sensor questions and uh, that's pretty cool. So, but the point is, is like, hey, you know, if you want more questions and a higher variety of different types, well, go to csjoseph.life forward slash members, become a journeyman member and then upgrade to an Acolyte member. So you can ask me one question a month and I will turn it into a video response to be released on YouTube and on the podcast. Be nice to have more questions that are ESTJ related or ISTJ related. There just isn't enough, you know what I'm saying? We need more we need more sensors in there and not as many intuitives. Just the thing is, is that intuitives are more willing to spend money uh, than the sensors are. And of course, that's because the intuitives are far more interested in Jungian analytical psychology than sensors uh, are. So by now you're wondering why I'm holding the camera in this way and dealing with the uh, you know, well, not the typical way, and, you know, swinging at the same time, because I can, but uh, really the answer to that question is, and I, maybe if I'm uh, making the audience woozy right now, I hope I am, my SE demon is really hoping that uh, I'm bothering some of you by doing this, uh, but uh, it's because the wind is actually blowing this way, and, you know, the microphone is perfectly fine if the microphone is pointed into the correct direction, uh, so yeah, that's why it's doing that. But anyway, uh, today's question, as you guessed it, is actually related to INTJs again, you know, so that's kind of like, it's kind of what I do. I, I guess I'm the, uh, the INTJ uh, question answer slave, apparently, uh, you know, the, the Q&A slave for INTJs. So, but uh, today's question is how can INTJs make friends? Okay, interesting. Okay, so let's look at, look at a few um, base principles. Uh, birds of a feather flock together, right? That's important to know. Another thing to know is that, you know, men and women approach uh, friendships differently. Women are more pragmatic, men are more affiliative when they come together, right? This is why, you know, there's another principle, you know, women talk, but men do, right? So if you're an INTJ woman, you're gonna have to uh, be willing to do something called stitch and bitch. Basically, you know, where women come together and really it's just a talk. That's all it is. It's all talk. It's all about talking. Talking is more important than doing. Whereas men, it's all about doing some kind of activity and then talking is kind of a, a secondary thing that comes up. So like, for example, myself, you know, I, I meet with my friends at least twice a week 
We do pool. Uh, yesterday we went to a baseball game, uh, play Magic the Gathering, um, uh, go to the club, uh, go paddle boarding, uh, go to the gun range. Where it's, all, it's always centered around an activity, right? So if you're an INTJ male or an INTJ female, you need to be aware of these things. So for an INTJ female, you gotta be, you know, even though you are a masculine type, you gotta understand that you're just gonna, the activity is not as important as the actual talking uh, when it comes to women. So you need to be okay with that. But given that, you know, you're a member of the heart temple, that should be okay. It really should be okay because heart temple is all about drama. It's all about gossip, let's be honest. And I'm sure you can bring plenty of that to, you know, your groups of girls uh, to have things to share so you don't have to worry about being afraid of uh, being rejected. Men, however, INTJ men, you got to be realizing it's all about what you're doing. And it kind of helps you do a little bit of research ahead of time. You know, I got an INTJ friend, um, you know, <laughs> when we we went to, when we went to the club, he actually, you know, spent some time studying, you know, proper dance techniques that one would use at a club. And he actually gave me some pointers. And then, uh, and that was interesting. But then, you know, I just realized that I could just surrender myself to the music, you know, with my introverted sensing inferior and just do it on my own. And that's, probably more effective you know for me anyway so so yeah like you know examples like that but yeah do your research before you do the activity right that way you don't have to be preoccupied with your se inferior concerned about with like oh yeah you know my my performance is down i really suck right now etc and just let go of that like you just completely let go of that so you can let loose right let loose with your bros you know so that's that's important as well now that we've understood these basic uh, concepts uh, for making friends, you know, biblically, there's another there's another concept. It's called show yourself friendly. You know, don't forget, INTJs, you are the introverted intuition hero. And basically what that means is, is that it's on you to initiate. It's on you. I don't care that you're responding. I don't care that you prefer people to come to you and loop you in so that you feel important. How about you just throw your self-importance out of the window and how about you actually take control of the situation? You be triple movement progression like you actually are. You stop being risk averse and so obsessed with certainty because the certainty is making you risk averse. Take some risks and invite people. INTJs, you need to see yourselves as the inviters, not the invitees, okay? In your whole life, for like the rest of your life. Like, why aren't you inviting me? You know, what the hell? I'm an ENTP literally call me or text me and invite me to something. I don't care if it's in Texas, invite me to something, okay? Like, it's not hard, okay? Like, invite me. UNI users out there, you invite me, you know? Like, I throw up invites and stuff for people all the time, but I don't see UNI users always showing up and whatnot. It's because technically it's on you to do the inviting, not me, okay? Like, if you wanna go make friends, invite people, okay? doesn't matter you don't even have to be familiar with them you don't have to like it doesn't matter just do something if you're a man get an activity together okay so like match it together and go buy yourself a commander or pre-constructed deck and then show up to a commander night at a local shop boom there's men there boom you can start making friends it's not hard right or go to the range and talk to other men there you know or or ask for pointers ask for advice or offer advice you know you just gotta get over your se inferior like who cares? No one is going to think less of you because your performance is down, okay? They're only going to think less of you if you're incapable of listening. See, that's it's more about your <coughs> TI critic <coughs> than it is your SE inferior.
So do that. You'll have a lot better time in your life. <coughs> I love the swing so much. I love swinging, being in constant motion. When I was, uh, when I was a child, I was always perpetually alone and I used my introverted sensing to memorize cartoons all the time because I didn't have any friends because like I was like you know the 300 pound gorilla of my school basically um well it just got worse and worse over the years it started when I was <coughs> five years old and then uh taken 30 years to to get over it but you know, I'd, I'd memorize cartoons and I'd go walk the logs at the playground or I'd go on a swing and just be in perpetual motion so that my body would be preoccupied with the motion and then my mind could focus on, you know, reliving all of the cartoons that I watched. And my cartoons were basically my friends as a child because, you know, no one wanted to be around me because of how undesirable I was, which led to me becoming bitter, which led to more people not being wanting to be around me anyway, which led to more bitterness. I was a really horrible person in those days. So, yeah, I like me some swinging, especially when it comes to, like, shooting YouTube and whatnot. But, you know, what's the lesson there? The lesson there is that, like, even I could have used my INTJ shoutout to do things differently. Make it all about the activity instead of, you know, making it all about myself. Make it, instead of, like, you know, my lack of desirability versus, you know, an INTJ's fear of rejection, right? These things, these little obstacles just get in the way of us actually, you know, learning and having a good life and being around, you know, friends. Because here's the situation, friends matter. Friends really matter. Why? Like, like, like for example, an INTJ man, you know, if you're like, if you get stabbed and you're bleeding out, or if you have every bone broken in your body, and I'm quoting Andrew Tate here, or if you have the mafia after you or contract killers after you, who's actually gonna be there for you? Do you think your family's gonna be there for you? No. Do you think your woman's gonna be there for you? No. The only people that are actually gonna be there are your bros, right? That's reality, okay? That's why having friends is so important, especially for an INTJ. But you INTJs just won't leave the house. And we, as we, as we said in a previous episode, or I don't know what the order that these will be released, but basically INTJs need to understand that if you guys don't have friends, if you guys don't keep up your social life, your intelligence will actually decay over time because you're TI critic. You're so critical over what you know, it actually decays. So you have to surround yourself with people who are more intelligent than you or else your intelligence will not only become the average of the people around you, but it'll actually become lower than that because your TI critic will actually cause it to decay as you spend more and more time alone. And you imagine yourself the most skilled, most useful, most capable person in the world, which technically you are naturally, but the difference is, is that you're not actually going to be able to maintain that because you're not around people. Honestly, INTJs, and as much as INFJs, out of all of the 16 types, need social lives the most. You know, and like I was talking about Chad from the Facebook group, the CSJ Facebook group, uh, Chad's my INTJ friend, and he's constantly inviting people to things. He's constantly uh, coordinating social, uh, gathering social events and handling that. And because of that, he's having a lot of relationships, more people, he's getting more intelligent, he's becoming more capable, he's increasing his skills on a regular basis. I mean, he's actually really amazing at, at pool right now and getting better and better every week. So, like, this, this, is just, this is just how it is, you know? If you guys are gonna just stay at home and not actually have a social life, you're gonna get nowhere in your life and you're not gonna be happy. And then your ISFJ super ego is just gonna blame everyone else. So you need to make friends. 
So some tools that you can use to make friends, meetup.com, oh my God, use that. Even if you have just your local friends crew, post your friends events that you guys do with each other so that other new people show up. It's not hard, you know? Uh, go on dating apps, not to find women or men to be in a relationship with, go on those dating apps to invite people to those events. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have members of the opposite sex at your events, which makes everyone at your events happier. Why aren't you doing this? Okay, it's not hard. It's really not hard to make friends. As the Bible says, show yourself friendly. It's not hard. And just remember, birds of a feather flock together. Also remember that women talk, men do. So make sure you're organizing your activities around these principles and you will be successful, I promise. Anyway, folks, uh, someone let the dogs out and I should probably be running before uh, they chase me down and uh, attempt to dismember me. So that being said, folks, uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Later.